0: Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order, because when you choose proper all-naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for All Naturals, where beef meets freedom.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Fourth Watch Files. Let's go right to our commercial. ArgoGuy.com. guy guy with the Biden administration taking us into hyperinflation. Many are turning to gold and precious metals to protect their money and investments. Our Gold Guy has some of the best rates around and passes his savings on to you. Plus, he sources all of his gold right here in America. This is an American first company. Head on over to OurGoldGuy.com, fill out the form, let them know that Carl Cruz sent you, and Ira will help you answer any questions you might have about whether investing in gold is right for you. Again, that's OurGoldGuy.com and let Ira know that Carl Cruz sent you. Oh, yeah. And we have Freedom First Coffee. Freedom First Coffee. Start your day off with a cup of freedom. Amen. Freedom First Coffee is that is our coffee is 100% organic and fire roasted in an antique Victorian era coffee roaster, bringing out the perfect flavor. Most other coffees are bitter and acidic, but this tastes exactly how you imagine coffee should taste. It tastes like freedom. Use code Carl for 10% off and sign up for auto ship for even more savings. Go to our free, freedomfirstcoffee.com and order a bag of coffee today. Well, 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 we have a very interesting show tonight. We have a very special guest tonight, um, Gary Wayne, and uh, we're gonna bring on uh, first for Brian. Hello, Brian. no what's up, Daddy? How you doing, brother? Alright, great, always good, good. And of course, Gary Wayne. We've done several shows with him before, and he's an expert on many, many, many things, including nephilim, including all just so deep the information this guy has. So let's bring him on. What's hey,
2: Gary? How you doing, brother? Doing very well, and uh, thank you for inviting me back to your show, and should be an interesting conversation, I think. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Well, basically, our topic of conversation tonight is the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. Uh We had to do it. We had to do it. It's like everything is manifesting in front of our eyes. Uh, I mean, never in, in history has there been any kind of book or publication that literally every single thing is starting to manifest in front of our eyes. It doesn't exist. That's, that's actually the legitimacy of scripture is that it's all coming true. Um, there's never been a book where there's an old Testament that predicted the new Testament and every single thing happened. It's impossible that it came from any other source, but a divine source, but we're here to just talk about the mark. What is the mark of the beast? It's changed over the years and over the time. uh, And people have adjusted to it. What do
2: you think, Gary? Where did it start? Well, I think it's been with us right from the beginning. Nothing new is under the sun. Um, What happens will happen again. And the word mark was used in old times. And they used to put marks on things of ownership. Right onto potteries mark, and things like that. Yeah, yes. yeah. So when you look at the word "mark," it goes back to those ancient words, right? And it oh. and it's more the sort of other details around the mark because we've moved beyond those sort of from our technology basis. We're we've moved on beyond that, yeah. but it doesn't really matter um, as to what. Could have been because I think you have the Antichrist spirit that's here all of the time. It's always waiting right. for the chance. Yep. The spurious forces, the evil forces would love to bring about the end time because they want to and bring up or bring about this day of destiny to have a showdown with God to sort of do two things by doing it uh, beforehand. One is to discredit God. So it would happen before the ordained time? So they're always ready, and they're always trying to bring about it. They never stop trying to bring in, it about. And then the second thing is to justify mm-hmm. their rebellion, mm-hmm. so that they don't mm-hmm. get forced into the lake of fire, because that's you know they know that that's where they're going, since uh, Jesus told them after yeah, I think when he was in the grave. And First Peter talks about talking to those spirits that were you know were uh, disobedient in the time mm-hmm. of. Uh, of uh, noah i'm also bringing in jude 6 and two peter 2 4 here as i talk oh. about that
3: every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at u.s border patrol protecting our borders is more than a job it's a calling agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe if you are ready for a new mission join u.s border patrol and go beyond Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
2: So they're always wanting to bring it about before the ordained times. So you could have a mark that would go on the hand or the forehead in any sort of format and any sort of uh, technology as we went along. So as we moved into more of a technology age, you had the UPC barcode. And the infamous right. mark of, of, of that is the thing is that is still being used in all of the technologies today underneath. Sure. Yes, mm-hmm. Still as part of that. And mm-hmm. with that all one, oh one, you know, by um <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what the right word is, is but anyways, the two binary the binary system. Yeah. Right, right. You mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. combined that goes in it. That's still the basis as well. So you just Building on the technology and the uh, and, and the ideology, but you had three numbers that were missing in that barcode, and there mm-hmm. was this and there was a few different formats of the barcode. But the typical right. one was is is uh, two sets of numbers, and you have these two parallel lines that are. Uh, the number six in the barcode one in the middle that's a barcode that's a six and one in the end that was a parallel bar which is a six and that's Mm -hmm. the three sixes that aren't numbered all everything all all the other bars are numbered so you have the same sort of concept that's put into the single bar system and Mm -hmm. all the other ones that sort of follow in behind so you have something that's in place all along and then you know you have all of these other ideas well it's going to be an rf Chip, mm-hmm. it's going to be mm-hmm. something in the skin, mm-hmm. underneath the skin,
4: even before that. And what do you think was before that? What well, do you it think? Been a tattoo. Yeah. D- do you, you think been? like people in like right, right. the olden days were like they're going to tattoo us with the six six six?
2: i'm well, kind of curious have, what do you think well i mean we don't know exactly what the 666 mm-hmm. is except mm-hmm. that we're, we are given that number but it could have yeah it could it has several different sort of meanings in terms of how they were going to do that but yeah i mean tattoos yeah, we'll were that. one of them could have been cutting in the skin mm-hmm. you know right. it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. how low you want to the
4: technology right. but yes yeah, but it the mark happen, actually though. could be invisible even in fact that's something yes. we don't seem to know right. people yeah or don't pay attention to
2: yeah. And, and it will only mm-hmm. come available. And again, it was with this, the, the sort of barcoding scan code, but now it could be just through some sort of detection of technology, right? Or something that's permanently mm-hmm. linked in. So mm-hmm. no matter how far this thing goes, and I think it's going to be way more than what we have today, oh, uh, yeah, when it's right. ultimately coming into play, mm-hmm. that is uh, Mm-hmm. is where i think it ultimately ends up in the ordained time so we're still a little bit of ways of that but we see i think the lanes of oh, the yeah. technology oh, yeah. that will merge well
1: there's lucifase yeah.
2: lucifase oh,
1: so... this new luminescent that's going luciferous yeah um that's this new making detect it. it doesn't you can't see it but they put a black oh,
4: oh. he got cut out he'll jump back in but uh Yeah, he was talking about the Luciferus, is what. Oh, there he is. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So, Luciferus. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was a a particular
1: (laughs) type of ink that they used uh, and could be detected, you Mm -hmm. know through technology that you wouldn't have to actually have an actual mark on your head.
2: I remember when the uh, the uh, interesting that they would use a, a Lucifer lucent of course. type yes. of well, word but, to go with it, right? It's, yeah
1: It's they're not tr- they're not trying to hide anything anymore. They don't care. No. <laughs> they well, don't it's care.
4: actually it's very it's very fascinating. Like all the stuff you mentioned about the 666 because I in, in marketing I actually do barcodes, so I actually. I had to create barcodes for a lot of procs that I've developed and it is a six. Like I will tell you that like, when I make the barcodes, like it, that little line actually is when you type six, it's the same little line. Um, and I have noticed it, but it was, it was kind of like, why did they do that? I mean, it's, it's, it's subtly like, uh, you know, like how, or like, for instance, the tower, the uh, Washington monument is 666 inches tall. And it's 666 right. wide by 666 wide by 666 wide. It seems to be like this, prevalent 666 mark that they like to put on like everything and it's like throughout society like hidden subtly everywhere and you're and and it's very interesting why the 666 is i don't i don't personally think the mark will be a number i don't think it's going to be a 666 personally i think it will be an invisible mark and in fact there is some text that actually allude to it saying the invisible mark will made will be made visible by the boils on their skin which is a, a Bible verse, one of the first bowls of wrath that gets poured out on the people. It says, all those that take the mark, the, uh, will be ma- their invisible mark will be made visible by the boils on their skin. Um, and so basically anybody that receives this mark will have some type of bodily reaction by loathsome and painful sores appearing all over their body. So it kind of seems genetic, Really? I mean, if anything, it seems like a genetic mark to me personally. Uh, What do you got something to say, Gary?
2: Well, yeah, it could be, it it could be all technology as in some sort Mm -hmm. of implant. It could be something that they Mm -hmm. change for a DNA to grow within the body that is, has the ability to work with technology. So it can be a lot of different types of things as they develop Mm -hmm. more and more science to 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 make this happen so it's also interesting that you know the davos people um i think was in 2017 or 2018 said that their implant system whatever that's ultimately going to be is going to be something that people will demand And they're going to deliver it through the healthcare system because part of that technology is going to be uh, a system of an implant that is connected into a larger system that delivers digital healthcare and healthcare at the Uh gene level and healthcare at below the gene levels and into bots and things like that as you get into uh, all sorts of higher end uh, science and into quantum mechanics and various connections as you go that deep. Your healthcare
4: statement is very fascinating because uh my friend they they just they've just been sending out this new healthcare system in California. I don't know if it's everywhere, but they've been sending out a new healthcare system called Babylon. It's literally yeah. it's literally do you do you have it where you're at? Do Babylon? Have you seen it? No. It's the new it's the new universal healthcare system. It's literally called Babylon. And well, they're like and of
2: course, and of course yeah. it would because <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> Revelation what 1823 it says mm-hmm. uh through her sorceries, Bab-, Bab Babylon deceived, you know, the nations, right? And that word, sorcery, is the Greek farmakia. word pharmakia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. There's formats as you know, whether it's or sorcery, but it's that's the root word for mm-hmm. you know, Latin pharmacy and old French, right. and as it comes down, and so they're delivering vaccines for the pestilences that are going to be plaguing as part mm-hmm. of the birth bangs as it gets stronger. And yep. part of the the judgments of twenty five percent and thirty three percent, so people are going to demand this automatically delivered healthcare through the implant, so that they, they have wow. protection so, through the insurance
4: company Babylon. Side note, yeah, <laughs> it's literally, literally so, going to be given to you. You can't
2: you can't write this stuff.
1: Yeah, I, you, you know can't, I can't I think write it's hilarious. it up. And, and I know and
2: Babylon comes from the <laughs> from the word Babel right right Tower you know, Babel, yeah. it, there's a Greek word mm-hmm. for it but it goes back to the Hebrew word Babel and that's yeah. where you have a an archetypical Antichrist figure in Nimrod imposing yes, a universal religion on all of the noites with you know a hundred years after the flood it's and the, and of course the, right. first, the languages are dispersed or people are dispersed mm-hmm. with different languages to ensure mm-hmm. it doesn't happen again until the yeah. end time. So it's that same mm-hmm. mystical religion that's going to be dominating and creating yes. that beast system mm-hmm. yeah, uh, with the beast empire mm-hmm. to be set and ready for mm-hmm. the antichrist beast who mm-hmm. will, you know, mm-hmm. overthrow Babylon as he does in 17 in revelation 17
4: you know i want to mention something about uh the numbers actually bring up bring up my screen real quick i just want to i just want to go over this because a lot of people have this misconception that the mark of the beast is a 666 okay this is the hebrew alphabet okay and i'm just going to teach you a real quick thing on how to how the mark of the beast was actually written it was actually written you add up the numbers there is they use their letters there is no numbers in hebrew they use their letters as numbers so genesis Uh, one one would be Aleph Aleph. That's Genesis one one. It'd be Genesis Aleph Aleph. They would just use the letter A, the letter A. And so, this is a lot of confusion that happens with a lot of translation stuff. But, um, so they've got letters one through 10, and then letters 20, uh, through 100, and then 200, 300, and 400, and everything beyond that is added up. So, when you get to the mark of the beast being 666. It actually would say uh, his number is Tav, which is 400, Resh, which is 200, so that becomes six. And then it would be Shemek 60, and then Vav, six. So tavresh Shemek, Vav.
3: Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At US Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call
5: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Is how you would say the mark of the beast is number is 666. <laughs> um, and so I think it's I think it's kind of a, a, an interesting thing to point out because it's, a, it's an unusual thing when it says his number is 666 because some of these things, they would add up numbers equivalent to letters because numbers and letters were like kind of joined a lot in hebrew in a lot of things and they would add these numbers together and be like oh they would count how many numbers or uh or letters a person has in their name and they would add those numbers up and be like oh his name equals six 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 like nero nero if you spell out nero you can actually look at the letters right here and find the spelling for nero and then you can add it up, and it would actually equal six 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 as well. And so they did with Ronald know, Reagan
1: too. Ronald Reagan's number was six 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 His
4: numbers add up to six six six. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because it's like, is that is it like? Does it really mean that his number is? Does it mean the adding of his number? Does it mean that's his name? I mean, is it could mean his num his name is Tavresh Shemek Vav. Like that could just mean what it. Maybe that's how you pronounce the name or something like the technology or whatever is used for the mark. Um, but, anyways, I just wanted to bring that up because I find it um interesting, and a lot of people don't know that stuff about um what it actually says in the Hebrew.
2: Yeah, well, I kind of fall in.
4: Go ahead, I'm sorry,
2: I, I kind of fall into the camp where. It's, it, it's not necessarily any one thing. It's generally all the things right. that would make it so mm-hmm. undeniably ordained that nobody could have mm-hmm. predicted it. So it wouldn't surprise me that you would have a name that would add up to 666 and however right. different many languages one may wanna use, Greek okay. or Hebrew or, or otherwise. And that there would have been Antichrist type figures all throughout history that would have gladly have seized, generally through beast empires, you know, whether it's Egypt, whether it's Assyria, whether it's Babylon, Persia, Greece, Rome, uh, all throughout. I mean, that's who Michael's really fighting against, not that the empires don't rise. So Antichrist doesn't come to power on that empire. So he mm. ensures that it happens until he sits down in, in the end time and then stands up again in Daniel 12 to take on the beast Empire. And that's exactly when you have the war in heaven with the angels. And in Daniel 8 uh, uh, Daniel 8, you have um, Antichrist actually storming uh, heaven, trying to set his throne mm-hmm. up like, satan tried to do in the ancient rebellion again nothing is new under the sun and all the antichrist leaders have all tried to set up their throne and would have tried to create the technology if they could to get into another dimension and storm heaven now that's interesting because going into cern CERN. you're getting into CERN here a little bit for sure yeah yeah Yeah. Um, um,
1: very well i think Mm -hmm. that um in Mm -hmm. the occult world um Mm -hmm. there is a belief that the, they're they're gonna win they bought the lie that lucifer is well they think storm that, yeah. heaven storm heaven and mm-hmm. kick god out um i remember when i first saw the barcodes come on the scene everyone was freaking out oh this is it this is <laughs> it and it's always changed so then the rfd mm-hmm. thing came out oh
4: this is it this is it um, now it's elon yeah. musk putting the uh the chip <laughs> in the monkeys brand. yeah yeah well, guys- but
1: this is this is the point um People mm-hmm. are going to throw themselves at the be at the at the Antichrist to get the mark. Well, uh, one yeah. person, uh, uh, a guy who um, was a pastor, who I was talking to about, he said, "You don't understand. Part of taking the mark, you don't get the mark if you don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you are yoking yourself to the Antichrist, and by doing this, there's things that happen. Like uh, obviously, you can trade and buy and sell because you have that." Technological ability to do that, but they said that there is going to be an extension of life up to two hundred years, and there's going to be also a the godlike knowledge being formatted by inner chip. You know, you have a brain chip that's going to be hewed into a supercomputer, so you can have access to godlike mm-hmm. knowledge. So yeah. literally, you're becoming a mm-hmm. pseudo god. You know, and who's going to? You know, not many people are going to turn that down. You know, well, give, it's, it's Oa. Oh,
4: uh, go ahead. Oh, it's, it's interesting that it's it's tied to technology because it does say that the uh, angels can appear as uh, angels, demons can appear as angels of light. And light is actually, well, in fact, what a lot of our technology operates through, through um, yeah. electrical signals and, and light. And, and, are, yeah. <laughs> and so it does, it does seem it's kind of a marrying way of it all. But yeah. uh, I think I would say that, you know, I've got a I've got a view that I, maybe I'll run it by you, Carrie. I'm kind of curious what your perspective on it that is a lot of what i think is um when it comes to the beast the mark of the beast i find it very interesting that it's called the mark of the beast and it's not called the mark of satan and it's not called the mark of the devil and it's not called called the mark of the dragon it's called the mark of the beast and i think it's called the mark of the beast for a reason because i think what it is i think it is a defiance against god whatever this mark is i think it's a, a defiance against god i think it's going to be a statement against god and i right. think it's going to i think it's going to be a genetic modification that makes you into a beast now i now i know that sounds you know people don't necessarily hear that all the time but uh, what i would say is again the nephilim and uh the nephilim are what are we we know the nephilim are hybridized animal humans which are the defiance of god's creation like god mm-hmm. created man and then god created fish and then satan's seed was how about this god man fish mermaids boom here's my creation creating god in his image you know Defying God. And so essentially that that sort of blending of genetic sequencing is is the defiance of God. It's like and it is essentially the same thing. And I think the mark of the beast is just that it's going to make you into a beast. A it's going to put either Nephilim genetics into you. It's going to put hybridized animal genetics into you. And I think this I think the outcome of this will be um, what it says in Revelations when it says those that receive the mark will they'll long for death but not find it a so it's going to make you some kind of superhuman first off and we know that there is some component to the nephilim where it says in enoch it says when their bodies die their spirits will forever remain on the earth and be referred to as evil spirits but i think when you hybridize yourself into whatever this nephilim type being will be i think there may be some kind of tangible component where your soul just never leaves your body i think i think the mark will when you receive it whatever it is I think it's going to go into heaven and it's going to pull your soul out of the ethereal realm and merge it into your body. And it's going to be kind of like a mushroom trip. This is my perspective. I think this is why they want the drug-induced statement for everyone. They want everybody on to be on drugs because they want to get used to it. So that way when the aliens or demons, rather, show up to the scene, they're going to be like, hey, look at us, guys. You broke your genetics. Here's our perfect genetic sequence to offer you. We're going to fix you guys. Take our mark it's called it's the mark of the beast obviously maybe they won't call it that but then uh you'll take the mark and it's going to make you a superhuman you'll live forever like us we're perfect we're angels or not angels sorry we're gods and we create transhumanism,
1: you. We'll, take, transhumanism. Yeah, we'll take
4: our yeah we'll take this mark and then it, it merges with you and then you become one you go on a mushroom trip which is really the ethereal plane you go grab your soul out of heaven yank it down this is why the only thing when you take the mark it's unforgivable it's not so much as it's unforgivable but it's that your you can no longer be forgiven because your soul has been ripped out of the ethereal realm. So you're 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 just basically going to go to the same place where the, the Nephilim angels went. And so that's what I personally think it is. And I don't think it can be necessarily like forced onto you, but I also think like I think a lot of the diseases that we're experiencing, like AIDS, I think AIDS was like a precursor to trying to create this genetic hybridization of monkey genetics with, with this to try to be a precursor testing subject of creating a mark of the beast essentially um anyways i just threw a whole bunch of random stuff out there <laughs> think- yeah. what do you think yeah, about that gary a lot-
2: there's a lot there and i'll see mm-hmm. whether i can connect all that back into what um, i can't wait carl was talking about as well so <laughs> um I, I i think again when i talked mm-hmm. a little bit earlier that it's not that either or it's kind of like all of that right so Mm -hmm. and and probably Mm -hmm. more still and so i think that uh there and we know that antichrist and the people are going to blaspheme god right we Mm -hmm. get that and even during Mm -hmm. the wrath of god in the year of the wrath as the Bulls are being poured out on them and the Armageddon war is going on, they still are going to blasphemy God. And what the right. fallen angels do is they get the physical world beings to do what they're too fearful to do. And that's the blasphemy God. So that's part of the beast sort of uh, the allegory that also goes into him be calling called the beast. And you're right. It's called the mark of the beast. So this is the mark of Uh, humans trying to be like god like three and six right three times six are trying to be man which is six and three which is human trying to be like god so they're going to offer immortality in the physical world they're going to offer unlimited knowledge because those are the two pillars as they talk about in polytheism that makes you a god you have to have both Mm -hmm. And so they're going to want to offer that again. The enticing part: why mm-hmm. are people going to line up to do it? And they're going to bind it mm-hmm. in an oath, just as the Harem Anathema—that uh, was the oath uh, that was taken by the fallen angels—and everything that has rolled forward has been an oath-based system that God warns us not to take. There's going to be an oath of loyalty in there. Mm-hmm. But now let's sort of look at that in terms of what does that mean from a technology perspective. We already talked about lanes mm-hmm. of. Uh, one lane as being very advanced healthcare that they want oh. to be able to deliver us and to cure pestilences. That's for sure as well. And then we talked about maybe going into other dimensions, which brings in quantum uh, mechanics, right. right. And right. to be able to, glue all of this together, you have to have AI. And to be able to have the buy and sell system, you're going to have to have some sort of high-tech digital currency that they're experimenting with crypto. And again, it's not that born, but it just (laughs) sort of adds Mm -hmm. into it. Now, to take that right back to the primitive basis and then come forward back to CERN and into the things that you were talking about, Carl, is that um, Nimrod at Babel... Right, Um, archetypical Antichrist for the post-illuvian period. Mm -hmm. He's building Babel city and Babel tower with knowledge that's not explained. He becomes Uh a gibberine, which isn't explained. Um, And there's implied sort of technology, and that God says anything that they want to do, they're not—they're going to be, they're going to be able to do. And Uh so we understand the word Babel as being confusion of languages coming out of Hebrew, but. There's different meanings. Nimrod stayed in Shinar, which is Sumer, and he becomes the sort of part of the uh, genealogy to create the, uh, the Akkadians and the Assyrians. And the Akkadians, they use the word as it's transliterated into English as Babalu, which is uh, the E-L on the end is a transliteration of E-L for a God or an God. angel. Yeah, right. Al right. is in Baal. There's several different mm-hmm. translations. And for example, Allah mm-hmm. is the female format, and you have right. an Eloah format as well that is usually used for uh, power, but also was translated from Hebrew in the Old Testament into God as well, particularly with the God of forces for the for the God that Antichrist is going to worship in secret.
4: So, right. um, and for those that, that don't know, maybe point this out: that L is always. Like you know, in in it's always referring to gods. So yeah, yes. so it's like Elohim. It's yes, referring to other gods. Plural it doesn't god. always mean yeah, yep. it doesn't mean God yep. Elohim. Yeah, yep. um directly.
2: Except in the superlative oh. sense or in the capitalized yeah. sense where mm-hmm. um so in Akkadian that word means or god as in gateway or portal and L as in God or Elu as in God. So did he have technology that antichrist was trying to put in place where he could go into another dimension Mm -hmm. and try Mm -hmm. and put up his throne in, into heaven. Mm -hmm. And then when we start talking about these multiple dimensions and, um, quantum mechanics and AI that are being matched up at CERN today and other places around the world, they're searching for more than what they're telling us. And things that,
5: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ch website for chumbacasinocom Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or the God Particle
2: article. The Heggs
4: boson? Yeah, yeah.
2: No, yeah, It's it's kind of like that, but a little bit different. So, um, and this is a particle that is invisible and that you can't measure it and find it. But what it does is it contains all the knowledge in the universe
1: (laughs) Wow! that merges
2: with a particle you can measure and then sends that knowledge through the physical universe through quantum entanglement which is part of the quantum computing so the pioneers of quantum computing which led into quantum computers said if you wanted to understand quantum computing and quantum mechanics you have to understand the vedas and particularly the, the up and shads and all of them were absolutely immersed in that sort of uh philosophy of religion yep. so that they could understand mm-hmm. what they were trying to to create in terms of the science and in particularly the uh bhagavad-gita what are the is, is what are the shads? To this? Well, what they're are the like, shads they're like the vedas they're just a different so, sort of book right different set of writings okay. but they're all oh, part got it, got it, of got it. yeah so in mm. in the the Bhagavita, and I always butcher oh. that word. I apologize to anybody out there who knows that. I didn't quite pronounce that correctly. Um, it has several verses in there, but the, the, it is, the divine Atman or Atma, notice the word divine that they use, oh. is the mm. divine spirit or the supreme mm. spirit in your body. It is a... Oh. Oh combination of that and understanding the gnostics terminology of sophia as Mm. in philosophy uh, the love of sophia or the love of wisdom she's the wisdom Mm. goddess and the creator god of the 12 archons that include the god of the bible in their belief system Mm. um is a mother goddess in the holy spirit sort of sense that this Mm. is the um partner of the universal life force that is usually thought of as satan right at the top so like there's a duality so each of the gods satan included uh has a partner god and as the partner god it is trying to take as sophia as a supreme spirit that's going to be flowing through people by getting into through using ai and quantum computing access to this knowledge instantly that comes through the central system and then through your implant system wow, wow, is wow. creating a false holy spirit now wow, not only does it change does it now does it not only change your dna that right brian was talking about mm-hmm. and at mm-hmm. the subatomic level at however low they'll be able to go and and do that and rebuild all of those building blocks which is a violation against the laws of creation like the nephilim just in a different format the mm. only sin that is not wow. forgivable is the blasphemy
1: hold on hold on We're, we lost the feet. Hold on. okay the only sin that is not forgivable go ahead again
2: is the sin and the blasphemy against the holy spirit as the book of matthew talks about so when we look we just, at
1: we just, we just lost sorry we just lost feet again once again hold on
4: it's it's the okay. feed's going on good on our side, Carl. I think okay, it might but be your I, computer. I'm getting...
2: Every, everything's good oh, on, okay. on my end and my... Yeah, everything's good okay. on our end. Okay. Once
1: again, the, <laughs> the unforgivable sin once again to say it, it
2: is is a blasphemy and a sin mm. against the holy spirit mm. that the book of right. matthew talks about so yes. when we look at the fallen angel you know, i just got to make also a point in the book of quick. matthew
4: let me let me let okay me was it, this finish. is funny the holy spirit thing was funny <laughs> because it was like every time you said it the computer was like yeah hey. i know they don't want this to <laughs> get true. out it's crazy like, <laughs> um,
2: go ahead so i'm trying to figure out where i was now um so, <laughs> Sorry. Okay, thanks brian okay I know. So the, so the, what they, what the fallen angels did um, is is mm-hmm. they swore an oath, they supplied and took the places in the mother goddess in the pantheons mm-hmm. as uh, an all part of that system. Mm-hmm. They had not only violated the laws of creation, but they also blasphemed the Holy Spirit and tried to take her place, right yeah. in the physical world. And they are going as uh, and, and here's where I think I was before, Um, So let me just finish here. Also in Matthew, it says that the devil and his angels are going to the lake of fire to burn forever, like those who take the mark of the beast. So these sins are not forgivable. And that's the only one. So, yes, the violations. And also, I think you're violating against the Holy Spirit because the spirit provides life, just as you can't separate the spirit from the soul. And the spirit comes from heaven and the soul and the body is part of the physical world that the spirit joins with only god and jesus can separate the the spirit from from the soul this is the violation that is not forgivable when they try and replace the holy spirit and sin against the life that's sponsored by the holy spirit everything that is sponsored by the fallen angels and their spurious offspring are counterfeit spirits, right? Right. So I, I, they, by I, implication, would go to the lake of fire mm-hmm. as well.
1: I heard you mention the, the nuance of the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit in the feminine. Yeah. <laughs> I've, no, but I've heard I, from I've a polytheist perspective. Yeah, from a poly. Okay, no, I don't think. But yeah. is there any in the Christian perspective mm-hmm. where there's any yes. intimation of it being a, a feminine perspective?
2: Yeah, so in in the book of Proverbs, you get the pronouns as saying she and her to the Holy Spirit. Really?
4: Mm. Yeah, you wow. do. Yeah. yeah.
2: The thing well, is, though, is is but the
4: Holy Spirit wasn't in. Let Proverbs. me finish.
2: Proverbs let was let me finish. Oh, okay. well, yeah, you, yeah, in Proverbs,
4: Proverbs eight
2: and then all through proverbs you get a lot of uh, passages that go back to wisdom which is going to go back to that greek word sophia right so and yeah. there's going oh, to be wisdom
4: you're saying wisdom's the same as the holy spirit in that regard yes proverbs?
2: because that's the wisdom that the holy spirit provides right
4: oh, so okay. But, but okay but I let me finish
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what a christian has to be very careful about that and watch mm-hmm. for yeah. people mm-hmm. saying that that's a sign that right. that's the partner of god right right because i that understand that have partners right That's and exactly that right. is the, the hebrew language is still a physical world construct mm-hmm. it only applies as reference as we understand and communicate in the physical world the beings of heaven including the holy spirit is a spirit they do not have a gender it's right, not right. required because right. immortals don't have to reproduce like right. mortals do. So people ought not to look at those pronouns. Yes, um, I understand that. Generally, they're inserted. And even though you can get the feminine format of wisdom used in the Hebrew language for wisdom in the book of Proverbs, right. doesn't. That still doesn't trans. It's just talking about because that generally, when you're using the the, the female format, although right. you can use it in a male format as well, it's usually the application or the power of that particular being or mm-hmm. force.
1: Oh, I understand. Yeah, I mean, and you have to be very careful to um, uh-huh. have any reference to the goddess or female. God type because that's pure that's pure witchcraft.
4: Polytheism. Yeah, that's polytheism. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I got a video you should show. I'm gonna put put this up on my put the screen up. I find this okay. video very fascinating. Uh this is a Billy Illish video, okay, mm-hmm. called All the Good Girls. Um and I find this vac vaccine goes in. And oh, what do you know? angelic wings come out and then she falls from heaven and um the the very interesting component to this is that she falls hits the ground and the first lyrics to the line of the song is my lucifer is lonely but it's said in such a weird way that it's like distorted and right exactly but this is right there my lucifer is lonely. And so um this this is a very it's a very um interesting it seems like a plan. It seems like a plan of what's going on. And then she's a she basically gets a vaccine and becomes a fallen angel. And then later in the video you can see actually actually here show the video again. I'm going to show this last part right here. It's oh, kind of interesting. Uh so this last part here later in the video you see in the flames there's dancing giants there's giants dancing in the flame and she goes from becoming a fallen angel who, whose wings catch on fire um and this is a song this song if you don't know the story of the nephilim and you don't know the story of the fallen angels this song doesn't really make a whole lot of sense but when you know the story She's literally made a song singing to the remaining angels in heaven. Like, there's nothing for you, you guys. You might as well join our, our team. These humans are weak and they're all going to die and go to hell, basically, is the is this whole premise of this song. It's very, very disturbing when you realize what it's actually talking about. She's literally saying, hey, angels, join the rest of us. But it's I, I find it insane that it's like the vaccine is what creates her to become a fallen angel. And so when I saw this video, cause I've had this theory that they're, that they're going to give us some type of mark of the beast. It will be a genetic thing that will turn us into a beast or a hybrid or a Nephilim. And then when this video came out, I just remember being watching it. Like somebody mentioned it to me and I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, wow, this is like straight up what I've been kind of saying. I think the plan might be, and so, um, and it's very, it's very interesting. There's another band, Russ Dizdar, who even mentioned the same idea. He said there will be a vaccine. And then Rob Skiba, of course, mentioned there will be a vaccine that will come out that will essentially genetically modify you and um, it will be connected to the mark. And that's why, you know, you see the uh, the impressionable things, which again, obviously, I, I, you know, we talk about that it's everything, but uh, but I find it very fascinating and, I, and even... Sure. Even the Elon Musk thing, you know, with his technology that they're putting the little chip in the people's heads now. And everybody's been b- debating about Elon Musk. Like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I Honestly, I don't even know what's going on. And recently, I don't know if you saw this, but Elon Musk recently for Halloween wore a Baphomet. The,
1: well, he yes, rented wore, the Dracula's castle for his private party in Romania. Yeah, and,
4: but did you see, uh, like, did you see his costume? No. Oh, my gosh. He's wearing a satanic Baphomet costume.
2: Yeah, I heard about it, but I've not seen it.
4: Okay. Do you, do you have it? I'm going to bring it up right now. You guys talk. Because, like, I mean, this is, I mean, like, it's it's insane. Like, when I saw it, I was like, what the heck? I was <laughs> like, dude, like, you can bring up my screen now. So, yeah, Elon Musk wearing this Baphomet costume. It's straight up. Well,
1: actually, that is a. Of- uh, yeah, that is actually a reproduction of the uh Dracul's,
4: uh armor that uh, the, the count Dracula or uh yeah the guy he wars. bought it he it wasn't custom made this was a costume right. that he bought but the costume cost about seven thousand something dollars it's a yeah. very expensive costume and so yeah. I mean I mean lots him of him wearing that in
2: there. say what lots of imagery in there for sure and uh yeah yeah so again We'll have to wait and see what Elon does. Um, yeah, yeah. We have to remember that in polytheism and in the duality that we talked about, good versus evil, plus the, the male God and the mother goddess, understand that that's mm-hmm. coming back as part of the uh, the Babylon religion of the end time. And the female right, goddess right. is in some parts of Gnosticism and other religions around the world is actually the more powerful God. And that's why the mother God is also a lot of times portrayed as a, um, a war God as, as well. But right. that's coming back. And just as, Levi, uh, just as Satan is lonely, as they said in that video, they're, they're hmm. probably referencing the allegory of Leviathan, who has the female Leviathan that's killed by God in the Bible, or, or uh, and just yeah. as Tiamat is killed by, you know, whether it's Marduk or Baal, doesn't matter which pan, it's a worldwide um, legacy, or that's talking about the same type of thing. So his female partner goddess, in part of his original Naphilim, as in the fallen ones of the Mm shemaim the heavenly ones um Mm -hmm. was removed as part of his original sort of reign before he was and you know after so what's also Mm -hmm. interesting about that is is you have Mm -hmm. the baphomet or baphomet it's not it's not a double t with an e there so it's probably Mm -hmm. the french pronunciation of of baphomet although baphomet's the standard sort of understanding on that is a goat god that the templars worshipped right and it was a yeah. head that they worshiped and that was that's like a satyr god in the bible right, right? what's interesting yeah. about the baphomet god is is that it's part of a series of gods that are like that and you're gonna like this so obviously the pan god that everybody knows and right. typical mm-hmm. goat god azazel goat god we're talking mm-hmm. about the type of gods mm-hmm. you have uh, a Greek one called Igerpan. You have Phanos, another Greek god. Enos, right. another Greek satyr god. You have Cernunos, which is a druidic god, nature god of the same sort. And yep. you have the Atrecy which is where you god. get Cern
4: is where you get Cern from well, is drawn right from Cernunos
2: as, as an extension of yeah, but not. That Same pantheon, but as a later sort of religion that pops up in a transliteration, there's an Etruscan religion that is in uh, Rome before the Romans, right? And that's a Scythian religion or aboriginals for parts of the Indo-Aryans that show up after the flood, which are Raphaim. Uh, four different branches of them in in their belief system and in the sec- secular accounting of the Indo Aryans, you have a nature goat god and his name is exactly no extras on it Cern S C E R N mm. and out. is and so Cern's not an acronym. That yeah, right. think it is. That's a <laughs> superficial that's hilarious, it, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty interesting. That's great. That's great. I mean, it's very, it's very interesting. Opposite. That is interesting. that you mentioned the uh the head that they
1: used to worship because I did a lot of study in the Knights oh. Templar. I actually wrote a feature film oh. about I studied it for 20 years, but one of the things that they supposedly had worshipped was the head of John the Baptist, which they kept in a in a jar. Oh, the head that's of John disturbing. the Baptist. Which which spoke. Which spoke in ceremony. Oh, so.
4: okay. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. I gotta say something to that. Okay, so mm-hmm. there is a very interesting thing in the Book of Jasher. Have you, I'm sure. Are you familiar with that component of the Book of Jasher where it talks about severed heads talking? Um, do you have you have you heard about that?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So the uh, whatever they were doing, if they literally had John the Baptist's head yeah. talking. Like there was a demonic practice that was well-known and I don't even like, and it's, and it it talked about it in ancient texts where they would take severed heads of individuals and there was a way to do it. uh, And like they would put coins in their mouth or whatever. And like that they would summon demons using candles and stuff too. And they would cover their head with certain uh, oils and stuff. And they would talk and it talks about this in the Bible. Like it literally talks about relating to, and this is what an idol was. Yep. it was the severed head of people yeah in jasher but also in the bible it references the same parts in jasher as right. idols and so you're like you're like whoa uh, this is this is weird like this well, is a very disturbing thing component so if there were if there was a talking severed head of John yeah. the Baptist quite possibly right. yes but it would be completely well, demonic well, of, course, really, it would. Yeah, of what, course it would but
2: what's really interesting mm-hmm. about what you're talking about is is that mm-hmm. the the beast uh, image talks so it's a striking right. idol that people are worshiping. Now, you're really going to like this, I think. So mm-hmm. what you're referencing does show up in the Bible, but well, not quite in the way that people would sort of easily find. So, yes, uh-huh. images, um, idols sometimes goes back to a word that actually is directed, uh, translated directly for the root. Hebrew word for those certain applications, and you have in, in the book of Zechariah and Hosea, I think it is, you actually have a reference to these talking idols, just as you mm-hmm. also have an idol that's in second, in second Samuel that's put in the bed to uh, deceive the messengers of Saul looking for David, and mm-hmm. the only way they would fool it would be like a talking idol. The word for mm-hmm. that is teraphim and it's actually used in the bible and it means a talking idol so when you get these images like um, like Rachel was taking with her from Laban yep. right Le-Man, that right, word, it, yep, yeah. that word goes back to teraphim and it was a very very important idol where you don't really get the full context of why they're doing it and these were familiar talking idols that were also as they understood in the same way that a lot of the israelites were condemned for for having in their houses but it's yeah. this teraphim aspect mm-hmm. of these demons talking through uh, uh an idol Cyberheads. of some sort and sometimes their heads sometimes they're stones there's there's different mm-hmm. ways yeah so they they have a way to occupy te- mm-hmm. technology that will be part of this. So whether or not it is a uh, a reflection of Antichrist that has a different demon spirit in it that is actually doing the talking for Antichrist and understand that Antichrist false prophet also have demons that come out of their mouths in the book of Revelation to gather the armies. You could also translate that, that that those individuals are commanding through the mouth demons that they would be Hmm. using to do this and demons need what they call an oiketarian And I kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier and that shows up twice in Jude one, six for habitation. And then once in second Corinthians five, two for the house in heaven. And it goes back to that Greek word, which means a dwelling place for the spirit. So they need a dwelling place for the spirit. So that's why demons need to possess if they want to rest, they need to take over a soul and a body, which is of this physical world to interact in the world. And so the technology that is being created to, today i think in technology creates those oikotarians, and who knows how yeah. advanced that will be maybe into clone right. bodies maybe into other right. things but what's really fascinating is how some of those ancient idols were somehow transformed into a demonic yeah. oiketarian so that yeah, a maybe. demon could wow. be talking through it or a dead yeah, head that's of so yeah i never thought of that okay round two name something that's not boring
5: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Uh, talk, talk about a horror movie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never thought about it. You know, like demons go. Well, I mean, like demons go. They inhabit. I will tell you this from my personal experience of like praying for people and casting demons out. They do tend to um, tether themselves to objects, but I don't know if they actually inhabit the object. But I do know that we've we've had to break objects in people that people have had, they had to destroy the object and it released right. the demon out of the person. And so the person like threw up, like they smash something and just throw up or they smash it and they just start coughing out. And the thing like leaves them, which I thought is very fascinating I haven't quite figured out exactly what it is, but I just know that, you know, demons like shiny objects. That's what I've come to find out. <laughs> they like shiny things. I don't I don't know. So it's in, it's interesting to inhabit something like that, but to make it, you know, inhabitable for a demon, there may be some kind of special component to that. Well, yeah,
2: it's going to take some sort mm. of preternatural technology. Mm-hmm. right to to create yeah. something mm-hmm. right because, because these are i mean mm-hmm. spirits are a whole different sort of thing mm-hmm. right whether it's an angelic spirit or it's a counterfeit demonic spirit mm-hmm. Um, and it's also interesting as well uh, because and i think we were talking about earlier that antichrist is going to re- receive his power from the dragon and yeah we're Talk, and when we talk about that as the Christ consciousness in polytheism and in the new age, as, as we're told, they have what they call an incarnation. Right. Mm. And mm. so an incarnation is sort of understood mm. in Hinduism again, um, where you have uh, Vishnu, who I think incarnates like 16 times or 20 times. And one of them is, is into Buddha. And it's like the avatar mm. avatar concept is what it is where yep. it's a symbiotic sharing of the oikitarian to add power and to add wisdom. Shiva hmm. also um, incarnated. Shiva, the destroyer god. And just as the son of perdition goes back to the words in Greek of Apollyon. Hmm. Um, for well, ironically. Antichrist you wonder whether or not there's an incarnation that's going to happen for that Christ consciousness to fulfill what the polytheist beliefs are going to be about the, their coming dragon Messiah. Um, And also we get biblically that this can happen, which is really absolutely amazing to me, because if you look at what happened at the time of the crucifixion, you have Judas who is at that threshold where does he or does he not betray Jesus? And Satan enters into him to give yeah. him the courage to continue mm-hmm. to do it. So we know biblically mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. fallen mm-hmm. angels can do an avatar, avatar concept, but demon possession is a little bit different. Somehow, though, with the uh, the magician, well, possession is not with, the
4: good word that it's it would be because it's demon, it just says demonized, it's, well, it's poorly well, translated well, in possession.
2: Well, but you have this war that's going on. It's not a symbiotic mm-hmm. relationship, like between right, the right. host and and the spirit. It's it's there's, it's not symbiotic, and right. so when you have mm-hmm. the adepts like the magi, or the shaman, yep. or the jesters, uh, these are depths of significant degrees in occultism, way above third degree York rate right, and which is thirty third degree Scottish rate. Right? Like we don't, I'm, I'm not even sure how high those degrees go. But they're mm-hmm. initiated from childhood. They will invite a demon mm-hmm. spirit in, and that's why the shamans wear that white face, right? Because they're inviting this 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 uh, uh, imagery of this former pale skin nephilim or Raphaim into them wow. as a dead dead bodied spirit, the disembodied spirit, and it's going to add power and wisdom to them so somehow oh, nice. through the rituals they can either have a more of a symbiotic relationship or maybe we're just not shown uh, what's actually going on maybe the demon is just pushing that oh. whole spirit down and they're just permitting that and then the demon is working through them so
4: i got i got I, a
2: theory on this uh, what were we gonna say carl though have you heard of a
1: walk-in
4: mm.
1: oh a walk-in
4: no yeah it's yeah so the i got a theory on this one it's kind of interesting but it's like walk-in i guess but um the 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 interesting you want to talk about you can talk about the your walk-in theory thing well i mean no go for it go for it okay the um i don't personally believe in -in. (laughs) walk-in i don't think of it but i think of demon possession is absolutely something and uh you know the word alcohol i actually just made a post about this recently but uh, alcohol is the Arabic word for body-eating spirit. Alcohol. It's it's Arabic. It sounds Arabic. You can tell just recognizing it. So it actually translates into our language as ghoul. Okay, and a ghoul, if you don't know, a ghoul uh, is you know there's a lot of theories on what a ghoul actually is, but one of the interesting translations of of, of what a ghoul is is when then a vampire bites someone and drains their blood but doesn't kill them. And he doesn't turn him into a vampire, he, they that person becomes a ghoul, which is basically a slave to the demon, it's slave to the vampire, uh, or demon, yeah. And so, and he has to do is almost like a zombie slave, right? And so, when you see somebody drink alcohol, they're they are consuming a substance, a potion, a liquid, or whatever that actually tethers somehow your body's connection to its soul or spirit, and it allows in. A spirit, which is why it that's why they call it body eating spirit. It translates to sports and spirits. You've heard that, I'm sure, but like spirits is a form of what they call alcohol. You're actually letting yeah. it in. And so here's the interesting part is that when somebody drinks alcohol, they'll adapt a certain behavior or a personality trait that's sometimes different than their own. Yep. And it, you know, you can drink alcohol, doesn't mean you're getting possessed every time. Yep. I don't think, right. I mean, I, I don't necessarily know the, the rules yep. on it, but some people will drink alcohol and they'll adapt a different personality instantly. Yep. I know somebody that yep. just one sip just, and boom, just he's, got, yep. he's like a different person, just one yep. little sip. And that was because there was an entity that was waiting and for his inhabitation component the minute he drank it. And when people get blacked out drunk, blacked out drunk. Notice they don't remember what happens. That's because they're no longer there. They're no longer in control. Blacked out drunk is one of the most purest forms of demonic, loosely demonic possession without agreement because the agreement is only the liquid that you're consuming. And so you'll see people walking all weirdly. That's because demons aren't used to using bodies. So they're just like, like, they're not used to this type of agreement in a body. It's not a pure form. It's an, it's almost like an accidental form i think but that's totally something that i've noticed when it comes to bodies being inhabited with alcohol well, it makes,
2: and it makes perfect sense because again in a more organized planned mm-hmm. manner uh mm-hmm. people in the occult will take hallucinic drugs to open up that connection mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. a Absolutely. demon come in a portal you have mm-hmm. meditation that does the same kind of things you have the Transcendental. Same with- yeah yeah, hypnotization, which which puts oh, you in yeah. the same thing. So when people yep. think that people are talking about past lives, it's probably a demon, demon spirit memories. that's uh, speaking faith. through through that body. And mm-hmm. not you know not only can, you know do you have that, but you know people who don't understand yoga make sure that you're not doing yeah, it in a ritualistic setting in front of idols because yeah, the yoga yeah. dance yeah. is. Yes. designed to do the same thing
1: you are uh-huh. yoking yoking yourself to a hindu deity yoga all the motions of yoga all the positions of yoga are mimicking yeah, okay. stuff from uh mm-hmm. rituals they do to different deities yeah i want to talk about the uh well, what you were yeah, talking about they
2: call it I was just going to say, just as they call it, it's especially, you know, the, the Buddha yoga in particular. Oh, yeah. It's to detain the divine consciousness of the Godhead and the highest stage of yoga. And it's used to tra- tra- traverse the final stage of evolution. So you're trying to make right. yourself into a god, but all you're god doing is presenting is your the original sin. to a, yes, to that's exactly a, a right. demon. Yes, exactly yeah, which has always
1: yeah. been uh, smoothed into the concept of becoming godlike. And I mean, yeah. the core mm-hmm. of all of uh, witchcraft and Satanism is, um, you know, getting taken over basically. I want to talk to yeah, you about that. The, that was uh, in
2: the Bhagavad Gita ch- uh, chapter 10, verse 10. <laughs> Hezekiah. Right. No, just kidding. The, uh, uh, the thing about the, the
1: position, the, uh, what was it called? The degrees. Okay. We won't yep. say what the what it is, but the degrees. I've heard that each degree, you get a different demon. And there I don't think part- that's
4: possible, but I don't, I mean,
1: I don't, I mean, it's possible, but I don't think that's what I it is. I guarantee you it's possible. Every, but of course, it's different possible. Degree, I mean- every, every different degree you do, you go through <laughs> a rule, you go through the whole thing. They don't even tell you what it's about. Now, the 33rd degree, beyond the 33rd degree, that's all bloodline degrees you cannot if you are not of a certain bloodline you can't get any more degrees above 33 degrees
2: well you can well you can yeah you Um, think you can but it stops so like you can be you don't have to be pure bloodline to be like fifth degree and you need to look at it from the old system the 33 degrees are just the three degrees split up into 11 different chapters sort of Mm -hmm. so it's the third degree fifth degree overseas masonic temples and then above that so you're at a Illuminati sort of level on there, right. but Rosicrucians right. will allow the uh, the lower bloodlines up, but it's at the Rosicrucian level uh, where the top half is nothing but pure bloods. Uh, right. And you can't go any higher than that. So, yes. and so what the pseudo blue bloods are trying to do is they're trying to sort of get to that first level. And then hopefully their children can intermarry with some of the pure bloods and go higher into the hierarchy in future generations.
4: Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, it's interesting after praying for somebody involved in this this practice, um, there is, I, I'll tell you what, There's 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 some demons that I don't particularly like dealing with. And, uh, uh, people that smoke, um, that's like one of the most annoying demons to deal with, uh, people that, um, go to church a whole lot. That's pretty annoying. And, uh, but people that drink alcohol, the demons can physically control your body way easier than other demons. So when, if you're somebody that has an alcoholic problem that when we go to pray for you, the demon will physically can take over their body more easily than, than other people that have other problems. Um, and so it's, it's kind of fascinating to see it in, you know, what, what we deal with on a daily basis or whatever. And then the other thing that I just don't really want to mess with is if anybody's got generational occult Masonic specifically stuff, oh, yeah. I'm like, you know what, dude, like, I don't know if, I don't know if I wanted to pray for that because I've dealt with it before. But like, I mean, like, dude, it's like a serious thing. It's not like one of the ones it's like, oh, I've got a problem down the street. It's like something we have to take very serious because oh, the demons yeah. involved with that, the, that group of individuals are yep. so insanely crazy and they're more intense than other demons I've ever experienced or the ones involved with that specifically. And they come out and bro, they're, they're gnarly they're gnarly ones and they and it's uh it's about from the third, I'd say is it the third or fourth degree on the demons are like when you're at that level, the demons are n- intense. Like whatever it is, it's there is one that's like assigned to you. And when you're given that ring, they give you the ring on the third or fourth or something. And then when that's given to you, that ring is a demonically connected spirit ring, and it came off of one other person that probably died. With that ring, and there is a there is a tethered demon to the ring, and it's it's very yeah. fascinating and interesting. And the and I and I like question like, okay, what's the deal with rings and demons? Well, we've got some evidence of rings being able to control demons or being tethered to demons, uh, in the songs or the book of Solomon, which again wouldn't recommend reading that book, but there's a lot of false information, I'm sure, in there. But there is a component of that that's fascinating, is that supposedly he's given a ring that gives him the authority. To control demons. And are you and talking about Jasher? Like, no, not. I don't know if that's in Jasher. Is it mentioned?
1: In I Jasher just here? finished the I just finished yeah. the Song of Solomon. There's no I couldn't find no, no, any no, range no. in not the, the Song of Jasher. Solomon.
4: The book of right. Song, the Book of Solomon. It's a different, oh, okay. different book. Totally different. Totally and so different. not the Song of Solomon. And so and and it talks about it. And it's and he throws a ring at the demon's chest, and then he can command the demon to do what he does. And then he actually uses the demons to build his temple and to build stuff which is actually why the Masons, they worship Solomon. And he's this dude building stuff, which is why they call themselves Freemasons. It's all, it right. all kind of connects in a lot of ways in a very unique way. But rings are oftentimes, I've seen a lot of tethered connection between rings and demons.
2: And rings and kings, which are the bloodlines yep, of the Rephime. It's the ring of yep. authority that you have to kiss and yeah. submit to. Yeah, uh, The ring lords mm-hmm. were the original... Uh, mm-hmm of Sumer and around the world there's everybody has mm. a pur. that's where the authority was given to them uh, by mm-hmm. the gods to the demigod offsprings mm-hmm. uh, after the flood yeah people sort of understand it as the divine right to rule as the bali provide from mount herman to the rafael king bloodlines and of course all of them Mm. take oaths as they're all coronated right it's all part of that Mm. whole system and the the ring race yes yeah Yeah, rings right yeah
4: yeah but all all that all that wraps (laughs) around and i think uh i think it's uh interesting with all the uh, mark of the beast, what it might come right, to be. Right.
1: Well, what, awesome. what Gary? What do you think, just off the top of your head? What do you, what do you, what is your perception of what it could actually possibly be?
2: So, I would say I'll, I'll build up to it. I think it is, you know, a lot of these technologies that we're seeing today that are operating in parallel: AI, quantum mm-hmm. mechanics, computing, um, the search for that that knowledge um the digital um vaccines the digital medication to provide immortality it's Mm -hmm. the digital currency it's the digital linkedin world that Mm -hmm. is is coming that's known as the beast system that it is part of that whole system is there to to support it and it's all those are still working in parallel lanes they're starting to merge but when we finally see it It will, as the mark, the thing that will absolutely sentence you to the uh, lake of fire, including worshiping Antichrist and and Satan. It will be in place before Antichrist, even though it's the mark that's that watershed event. Mm -hmm. It's Babylon that introduces the beast system that Antichrist destroys at the midpoint when he's crowned in the temple. As as, as as, you know the false messiah that he actually takes over that system that has been put in place for him so when we talk about the march of the beast it is the complete beast system that works from this central uh source and power that goes into multiple mm-hmm. dimensions mm-hmm.
4: you know right. i do I, I do think we should mention one more thing about this before we like jump into another but look, look at this if you show my screen, have you guys ever, you guys looked up the uh, patent 060606, which this was uh, WO 2020. It was filed in 2020. This is patent 060606. Ironically, it's a cryptocurrency system using body activity. So it's a monetary system. This is on patent scope, guys. Like This yeah. is like legit. It's a monetary system. Patent number 060606. It's patented by whom? Microsoft Technology Licensing LLC. This is where it says the patent. I know it's hard to read from the screen right there, but it's uh it's Microsoft patented this and it's human body activity attached to a sensors that has user data that's tethered to cryptocurrency. So basically what they can use with this technology is set up a new they're 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 setting up for a collapse of our economic system and this right. is going to be the future guys right here this is the future and it ironically is called patent 060606 which i think is hilarious but the uh it's a it's going to be a type of thing that they inject into you that's a cryptocurrency thing that as you as you move it awards you cryptocurrency money so in the future what they're going to do the idea here is to basically get away with Get away with, you know, oh, I work at Starbucks and I only get paid this much. I work at Walmart and I only get paid this much. I work at, you know, this big uh train. Oh, I only get paid this much. Oh, I own my own business and I only get paid this much. But they're basically going to get rid of all of that. They're going to get rid of all of that and just say, oh, I only, you know, because my body's moving, I should get paid this much because my body is moving. So... um and it's literally going to reward you based on you moving, so you'll be paid not by your company, you're going to get paid by a centralized system that's going to give you money based on your body moving. So Creepy. it's kind of a crazy thing that happened. And I guess, uh, I guess he fell out, but it's a good time to end the show, yes. anyways, because we yes. like, yeah, we're gonna done well, he so- is so
1: amazing. I mean, like the depth of everything, it just blows my mind. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what an honor to have him on. Gary, I don't know if you can hear me, but thank you so much. I look forward to you coming on again. That was really, really cool. Yeah. We, once again, yeah. we don't want to scare people. We just want to turn on a light mm-hmm. and, and talk about stuff, you know, so it's not a mystery. Um, just to explore, you know, biblically based uh, uh, truth that you can apply in your everyday life. But uh, thank you, Brian. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. We're going to be... Coming up, uh, we're going to do some other really interesting stuff pretty soon. But uh, thank you for joining us for this one. This was amazing. All right, you guys. All right. All right. Take care, Brian. God bless you, man. Bye.